Hello, Internet, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Cavern Corner Podcast. We're geek slash nerd discussion podcast. Normally, we take one topic from TV, movie, video game, book, whatever we feel like talking about that day, and we bat around until we get bored. I'm, as always, your host, Patrick. With me is my co-host, Jared. Say hi, Jared. Cowabunga! Uh, and today, we are reviewing uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Uh, the uh, new, uh, fi- new film in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise. Uh, that has been going on for like 40 years. About, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be our spoiler-free review. Um, if you are spoiler-aware, you can listen to this one no problem. Um, at the episode after this in the feed will be our spoiler review, where we'll kind of uh, you know jump in nitty-gritty and break down and give details. Um, you know, and kind of geek out about the movie. Yeah. Um, this is where this review is normally where we're a bit more um, uh, professional in our in our in our our analyzation. Sometimes, yeah, uh, sometimes. <laughs> um, so, as we are wont to do, uh, we'll start things off with the blurb. Um, the blurb uh, being pulled from IMDb because they have the best blurbs. Um, yep, your mileage may vary. <laughs> Um, do you have any uh, any any tur- any turtley predictions for the turtle blurb? Is it one sentence? It is one sentence. Um, God, I I know I, I use it, I go to this well a lot, but it kind of feels like because I've I've, got, I've gotten stung when I try to get uh, creative or elaborate, and creative is not what IMDb is for. So while I want to say that the like, I want to say the most likely thing is, um. Uh, in the new, uh, in this uh, new interpretation of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles characters, um, they will uh, fight together against the mutant mayhem. Like something just like really bland and doesn't tell you anything at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that it says uh, uh, Teenage Mutant uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Mutant Mayhem, uh, directed by. Uh, uh, Produced by Seth Rogen and, and the team, um, where the turtles uh, uh, meet. The, the producer was uh, Jeff Rowe and uh, Kyler Spears. I'm not the, Seth Rowe. The, the, what did I say? Pro- I said producer. Didn't producer, I? yeah. Uh, I meant director. Yeah, yeah. That's why I backed off because I was like, oh, I Seth, can't remember. Seth the- Rogen was a writer on Okay. Um, uh, bring to life the turtles in a, uh, in a different direction where these, where our team protagonists must. Uh, must find their place in the world along with uh, uh, April O'Neil, something like that. Like a little bit, a little bit of something. Uh, see, the film follows the Turtle Brothers as they work to earn the love of New York City while facing down an army of mutants. Army? They're doing a lot of work with the word army. <laughs> they're doing a lot of work with the word army. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's more mutants in this movie than we normally get in a turtles movie. Yes, for uh, sure. Like normally, uh, in the in their big screen adaptations, you'll get uh, the four main brothers: Splinter, uh, maybe Bebop and Rocksteady, and maybe one other mutant. Yeah. Um, this, uh, this one, uh, there, there's a lot more of the, uh, mutants that were from, like, the 80s cartoon. Yeah. Um, like, you know, uh, uh, like, Attila the Frog, Wingnut, so, uh, so on, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna list them all, but, you know. 
the ones that they made to sell more toys. Um, you picked like the two that I don't think I would have named off the top of my head. I would have named. I've definitely done like Leatherhead off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, I, sh- I and I should remember Leatherhead because they 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 gender flip Leatherhead. Oh, they did, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. and also they they in this movie they 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 made her uh, Australian. Uh, he was uh, Cajun in the cartoon. Eh, it wasn't like a central thing. It wasn't like important. Yeah. Well, like also that you know alligators are from you know that southeast southeast north North America region. I'm 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 gonna let you know a little secret. Everyone in the movie is a mutant. <laughs> I don't think the region specifies. Uh, you know what they're not native to? New York. Yeah. None of none. Of, no one has a New York accent that should. Um. But uh, uh you want to jump into theater experiences? We we don't have a whole lot to say about this. Uh, do, don't we normally do that for the spoiler review? Oh yeah, we do. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Um. Like, uh, so just jumping into, uh, uh, do you like it? Did I like it? Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed this. Uh, uh, I'm not, uh, it's a bit early for me to try and say like, you know, oh, this is, you know, favorite movie of the year, top five of the year. I'm not going to go that far. Uh, but this was a very enjoyable, uh, movie going experience. This is my favorite movie of the year. This is a uh, top five for sure. It beat out <laughs> Spider-Verse? No, no, no. Um, uh, it's it's definitely like the funny thing is as we're walking to this movie, uh, I'd had a conversation with somebody earlier in the day about what my top five for the year were, and uh, and I and I'm gonna go see this movie again with my wife, um, which is already an extremely positive sign. Um, and I, I I the thing is for me my gap between like my number one and two and like then three was already kind of large, mm-hmm. um, and so turtles kind of fit like right into that spot. Where I think it became my new number three. Yeah, like it, it's 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 Spider Verse, Barbie. This, I I was literally in the theater smiling almost the entire time when I wasn't laughing. Um, I I'll, I will say this this is it's definitely up there. I'm, I just don't know it's I just don't know for certain its placement. Um, you know, and as far as like you know my top five. Um, and since we're in August, I'll go ahead and say it's it was Wick for four and then D and D for five. Yeah, well, I mean, we still got a lot of year left. Got a lot of year left. We got Blue Beetle coming up in a couple of weeks. That's that could be number one. Wouldn't that be a shock to everyone? God, hold it together. Hold it together. Hold it together. <laughs> Shit, man, we, we gotta get through this. <laughs> we, we saw the trailer for Blue Beetle in this movie. It's, it, it it looks like fucking Shazam mixed mixed with uh. Mixed with Ben 10. I mean, that doesn't sound... Look, if you just told me there was a movie coming out and it was Shazam mixed with Ben 10, I'd be like, hey, shit, I'd give that a watch. Oh. But you know, that is kind of what it looks like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but getting back to this movie, um, like... Well, here, you want to start sound? Yeah. I think sound is like the place to start um, for this movie. There, there's two. There's two critiques I have about uh, the sound. Um, it, one, it was all good. Don't let me let me let me not you know nitpick that. Um, the if I was to levy one criticism, uh, there there was a lot of '90s hip hop in this. Not to say that I don't like '90s hip hop. I do. Um, 
but with the turtles being teenagers or they're played by teenagers so they sound like authentic teenagers um the music in this movie was older than everyone in this movie oh yeah by a decade yeah at, at minimum and like you know I'm, I, I I include I include splinter the old the old rat man <laughs> You know, look up the life expectancy of mice. <laughs> He's, he, Splinter, Splinter does not remember, uh, you know, you know, boom boxes playing Annie up. Um, so I don't, I don't know what that, who that was meant for. It definitely, it definitely gave it an authentic, an authentic New York feel. Yeah. Um, but it's like I, I don't know if that's what they're listening to now. <laughs> Probably not. But on the same, on the same thing, like this movie. Like you know how like uh there's there's been a conversation it especially happened around when the Michael Bay films came out about how the turtles always adapt to every new generation mm-hmm. so every kid has a version of the turtles um this one seemed to be the biggest compromise on that because if you were an old school turtle head like there was a lot to enjoy in this movie like there was things there were, there were references in here for you yeah as somebody who like came up on uh even the original like uh uh, Eastman and Laird comics, like there's there's some deep cuts in this movie, um, and then like that continues on with like like I said, a lot of the mutants you haven't really seen um, since the '90s cartoon, like since the like '80s cartoon technically. Yeah. Um, and then like uh, unlike which like the Michael Bay films, which just felt like they were specifically made to sell toys to just kids at that time, and they were kind of alienating to a lot of adults. Um, and uh, this didn't have that. Like, so for me, like, this felt like a good compromise because all the music were fucking, uh, every track was a fucking banger. Yeah. Um, I never thought that one of the best action set pieces I would see of the year would be set to No Diggity. Yeah. Like, if you had told me at the beginning of the year, I'd be like, I was like, did COVID happen again? Like, <laughs> like, like, but like, but it affected your brains? Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't have believed that. And I was literally sitting there being like, God, I, I, in the moment, I had a, uh, an outside-of-body experience to be like, the be- one of the best action scenes I'm seeing this year is literally set to No Diggity, and it, I'm fucking in. Yes. Um, so, uh, like, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll agree that like the, the, some of the music choices are odd, but to be fair, that a lot of that does seem to come down to, uh, uh, to the fact that they had uh, you know, a hip-hop legend yeah. <laughs> uh, voicing a main character who they really use every like reference to they can in the movie. Oh yes. <laughs> uh uh I we'll get to we'll get to performances later on, but yeah, Ice Ice Cube put his whole foot in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like this was like this was the equivalent of today of, of like it, when Friday came out and they made Ice Cube drop an ice cube so Ice Cube had to look at how to pick up an ice cube. Yeah. Where it's just like what? <laughs> like, like the Ouroboros is eating <laughs> itself. But uh, but yeah no I I absolutely love the music in this movie like for, for I don't know why Trent Reznor um did this soundtrack like so, so how, how, full does, of so how does this compare to Soul Jared We're not talking we never did a Soul review on here I don't believe no I because I never saw it <laughs> oh thank God okay uh, uh, for anyone who, who's listening I have a lot of Soul rants uh, I don't enjoy that movie at all I I think it has a terrible message. Uh, I don't want to get all into that here, uh, but I, I do like the music of Soul for the most part. Like I, I like jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, that was not the parts that bothered me about Soul. Uh, did Trent Reznor do the music for that? 
Yes. Oh God, that's weird. Um, I didn't know that part. But uh, now you well, can, when you when you brought up Trent Reznor, <laughs> that, 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 that was that was, that was my second your my second uh, uh, my second thing I was going to bring up. Go ahead. Uh, was going to you know ask how you felt you know comparatively between this and Soul. Oh. Um, having I mean, having not seen Soul, I, I I'm going to say this is better. <laughs> oh yeah yeah for sure. Um, the music like like one of the redeeming factors of Soul is the music like it's done really well. Um, it's just, you, you shouldn't have... Tina Fey had a history of blackface. You shouldn't put her in a black man's body. Um, it's awkward. It's weird. Um, like... You just had... You couldn't, you couldn't fight that one? <laughs> I mean, it, it is! It is what it is! Um, soul's, got, soul's got issues, man. Um... You can't do a no. This isn't a soul review. Um, so uh, no, I love the music and the the stuff that was original for the uh, for the movie also really works. Yeah, uh, like because like sometimes the action pieces would be set to an original score. Uh, like that that would kind of happen when they clearly didn't want when they like when the when the action was supposed to be impactful. Yeah. Um, you know the 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 big fight scenes and stuff where like the turtles are actually taking some damage. Um. There's a moment in this movie that made me almost complete. Like it made my skeleton like pull itself out of my uh, my arms. They were just floppy meat, and then like start to grab into my mouth so it could just hop out and leave. Like there was a movie that I was like, oh no, that was it was legitimately one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life, um, and I didn't expect it in the turtles movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. So getting so getting off of off of uh, you know sound and music. Uh, I, th- I think we would be remiss if, if, in this movie if we didn't talk about the art style uh, or in the animation. Um, wh- a lot of people have stated have, have compared this to Spider Verse, yeah, where it, it kind of has that um, like almost like kind of animated on twos uh, style, yeah, um, where th- p- people are a bit more jerky in their movements and all, where it's almost like a storyboard come to life, yeah. Um, but I don't. I would I would not say this is a this is like a Spider Verse ripoff or anything. Um, For what, they're both it, made by Sony Pictures, aren't they? I think so. Yeah, but like while is there are similarities, this does its own thing. Um, the movie kind of has it. It was almost giving me like a, a claymation vibe to a, yes. lot, a lot of the, the yes. set pieces and the and the characters. Um, like especially in their in their designs, a lot of the characters look. Almost like sketched or scribbled, um, similar to like the old like you know uh, Eastman and Laird comics. I mean, there 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 are objects they'll hold in this movie that have like like lines where they clearly have like sketch lines on them. Those lines are just floating lines; they're not connected to anything. Yeah, um, but there are there are some parts in the movie where and they kind of play they they play with the using different art styles because there are sometimes where the turtles will be watching something on TV, but yeah. they're just playing the actual live action people on TV and it is jarring. Uh, I loved it. Um, yeah. uh, I I literally spent like the entire movie being like God like I, I, this movie I wish it had not come out the same year that that across the Spider-Verse did. Like cuz like I want this movie to get more credit for what it's doing with its animation and you just can't do that when you have Spider-Verse with Hobie Brown Moving on threes, yeah. like and uh, on certain things, and then twos on other, and then, then and then like the rules just get thrown out sometimes because ho- why would Hobie follow rules? 
even when being animated. <laughs> like, because uh, this movie was gorgeous. Yes. I... I, I love this art style from like from start to finish. I I thought every scene looked great. I, the action in this is so smooth, so clean. Like you only notice, uh, and I think it was an intentional thing. Like without having to deep dive, like how the movie was produced and stuff like that. Like they only look like they're animated in twos when they're talking. Yeah. Like when the action is going, they're clearly animated on ones, and everything is super smooth. But I think that the like because um, in uh, Spider Verse and into the Spider Verse specifically, Miles is only animated on two while he's uncertain of himself. And uh, by the end of the movie, he's actually animated on ones when he becomes confident and he like is now settled into his role. This movie kind of does a similar thing with the turtles because they are extremely fucking awkward. Yes. Um, and it seems like when they are in control, that's when they get smooth. Like. Uh, and things are, are going well for them. Um, God, the, the animation is beautiful all throughout, and like, and it wasn't afraid to do like to be really silly with how a lot of things were animated either. Yeah. Um, there, there's a planning sequence where everyone is just drawn like the Eastman and Laird. If the Eastman and Laird were like little kids. Yes. Like they had the old like action figure look with like the big honking snouts. Yeah. And the like uh, silly like mouths that like. Connect uh, up into little bubbles. Um, yeah, like, <laughs> I love that. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was so it was so dumb, but <laughs> but it, it but it lend, it let credits to the to the fact that okay, it's a child thinking up this plan. Yeah, obviously, a lot of details are gonna fall by the wayside. Um. I see. Uh, I could literally spend like just an hour being like, "You how you have you understand how good this this movie looks?" And yeah. it had to come out the same year that fucking Spider Verse does. Uh, also, just um, one thing I'll say: the the city itself, uh, the the way this New York was drawn, uh, big. I I I love this this depiction of New York, especially for this story, because it is big time, just clutter, trash, graffiti everywhere. Um, it looks like you know. It it looks like the way the city is depicted in the in the old uh, old comic, even in the ID, IDW comic now, uh, especially where like the more gritty uh, turtle titles. Yeah. Um, no, and, and the movie's also just chock full of like tiny little details all over, like little things that get written in the background. Um, that it, it's like I you'd have to go through it with like another like fine tooth comb and just like to see like all the little things that they've kind of hidden throughout the movie. Yeah. Um. No, the the it's wonderful. Uh, animation or or uh, sorry, writing or performances next. Um, we well, we 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 can go into writing. Okay, because uh, I definitely have some things to say about the writing. Yeah. Um. Go ahead. Like uh, I'm. The the writing, if I was to say anything, was is probably to me the weakest in this movie. But that is not to say the writing is bad. I say that everything else was just really, really good uh, to me. You know, your your taste may vary. Um, but this one, it was a lot. A lot of it was very, very basic, and it felt like they jumped over a lot. Like especially when when we, when we came around to like getting the backstories of of the turtles and Splinter. Um, like, uh, I'm, I'm, like, don't get me wrong, it delivers on, you know, 
all the four things it needs to be. They feel like they definitely feel like teenagers. They're definitely mutants. Uh, they're definitely turtles. Uh, the ninja part was to me was a bit lacking. Um, like because a lot of it was just them watching movies and copying what ha- what they say what they see in movies. Yeah, like um and YouTube tutorials. Yeah, and YouTube. <laughs> Uh, please don't use these to to try and become a fighter, people. Um, like go go to gym and have an actual sensei teach you. Um, but uh, but other but other than that, uh, in terms of writing, um, this is probably my my one of my favorite splinters. Mm-hmm. Um, this one because uh, because the first time he actually feels felt like, like a dad. Yeah, normally he feels like you know he's their master, he's their sensei. Yes, um, like, ve- like is only fairly recently in the depictions. And when I, when I say recently, I mean like uh, the Nickelodeon uh, Team Ninja Turtles, where they where they call Splinter Dad. Normally, he is Master Splinter, yeah, or, or Sensei. Um, while he does play that father role, they they I've, I've very rarely seen them call him that. Uh, but this one, it does actually feel like he looks to these as, as his sons first and foremost. Um, I guess it helps that he's also just he he learned to be a ninja the same way they did. He was just at older. At the same time, yeah, he was just older. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, the end. Uh, like and like I said, the writing for the turtles. This was. Probably one of my one of my favorite depictions of the turtle because they actually do feel like teenagers. Yeah, like they are they are scatterbrained. They do not come up with good plans. Often they they are talking over each other and they are often talking about absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually one of the things I want to talk about is um, like I'll go ahead and say that like to me uh, this is the weakest part of the movie um, for the writing. Cause I actually love the writing in this movie, but uh, they're they're. They ran into the problem that you all that well, you like, almost the, can't the, skirt. The characterizations, I, I agree, I think are really good. I think the story itself is kind of very basic. Well, I was going to get beyond that. Like uh, there is, uh, it's the for one, it's like the like the uh, the law of movie ninjutsu. Oh, where the more ninjas there are, the less powerful they are. Yes, uh, they do that with the mutants. Where the more of them there are, the less special they feel. Yeah, like there's so many mutant characters in this movie. Like, like honestly, it it's a little bit too much. I think there are about ten. Yeah, there's a little bit too much, and uh, and only one of them is important. And and without getting into too much uh, territory, one of them is so much stronger than all of the others combined that it feels kind of senseless to have some of the others. When one of them is just like the like, be all end all greatest. Yeah, it's 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 Superfly. It's the one that was introduced in the movie. Yeah, in, in this movie. Um, uh, not being said, I do like Superfly. Oh, I love him. Like it, he is he is a level of intimidating that I was not expecting to get in the kids' movie. <laughs> uh, I, I think part of it, like you know, because while they don't they don't show you a lot of like on screen gore or anything. Yeah. But they imply the shit out of a lot of it. <laughs> like, you know, pe- 
you know, people people did get removed from the population in this movie. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. Uh, but I, I was gonna say, but like because of that, like um, th- there is an instance where you can literally see like how much stronger he is than all of the other mutants combined. Yeah, and it's just like, oh wow, like that's. I don't know, it, it kind of hurts each one of their individual specialness when this guy is just so much beyond greater. Um, but the way the kids, like the dialogue in this movie is so good. The way the kids talk and they relate to each other uh, from April to the Turtles is immaculate. And the Turtles in particular are so well done because literally the only exposure that they have to the human world is through um, pop culture osmosis. Yeah. And they literally use it to justify and think through everything. Like, they don't understand things of, like, basic, like, concepts of, like, how to talk socially or anything like that. They have to relate everything to the movies uh, and, the, and the TV shows that they've seen. So, like, while, while, like, someone who is, like, doesn't want to put the brain power into it might just be like, oh, they're just kids talking, blah, blah, blah. No, like... Like, them referencing Avengers Endgame, it's because that's literally the only way they know how to reference that um, to put it into context for themselves for their own understanding. Yeah. Like, it's not just lazy pop culture references for the sake of them. These, like, they don't get to interact with people. They're only, like, they, they, every individual one of them has four other people that they could talk to. Um, And one of them is their dad. Yeah. So, like, everything they learn has to be through the TV and music that they listen to. Um, and so of course that's how they relate to the world, and uh, and that's it's, it's all through the media that they consume. And the movie kind of like it doesn't go into like a, a specific message about that, but it does talk uh, to a degree through April about the importance of how you uh, digest media um, and um, and like specifically for April like the news. Um, there's a plot line in the movie where like things could have turned out very very differently if uh, if. Uh, the way that like the media was being portrayed stayed the same way. Yeah. Uh, without like I said, without getting into too much details of it, but because like uh, April finds a better path, like that showed you how powerful people's perspectives can change based off of what they were now consuming. Also, I, r- I really loved April's arc in this movie. Yeah, I love that she was given a legit arc. Yeah. Um, like normally she's kind of like a rounding error. <laughs> in the in the in the, uh, in the adaptation, um, that's that's a pretty fair thing to say, actually. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, no. Um, so like that aspect of the movie, like, is really well thought out and really clever. Um, and even the way the movie like goes about its its arc is actually there are there are a lot of like subversions to it that happen. Uh, through like how the detailing goes, even if the the plot structure is basic, there's there are a lot of fancy hats on it. Um, uh, to me, it was like to me, for some reason, I got really hung up on the law of nin- of, uh, of movie ninjas. Of uh, so that 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 part's the only thing that really stuck out to me about the writing is like a, a sore thumb kind of thing. All right. Um, the uh, performances. Oh, these fucking kids, man. I'm not going to start with the kids just because it's it's so easy. They're 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 too easy. Yeah. Um, there there's a performance by Giancarlo Esposito in this movie, <laughs> and I'll never forgive the movie for this. Not because he's bad. He's great. He's Giancarlo Esposito. 
playing yeah. playing Baxter Stockman. He's amazing. A dream. The problem is that he's only in this movie for like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. And he brings like an amazing pathos to the movie, like because he's essentially how the movie's introduced. Yeah. Um, and uh, and a to like the the direction that like they 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 take Baxter Stockman in to begin with is an interesting twist. Um, <laughs> um, because he's not he's not exactly lovable. No. But he's extremely sympathetic. To a certain degree, like he is, he, he is that he is an attempt to make a, make a sociopath sim, uh, sympathetic. Sure, like I said to a degree, um, because like ultimately, like what his message is isn't necessarily a terrible one. It's just being reinterpreted through like the most myopic lens possible of like uh, that's not doing anybody any good. Yeah, um, like like what his what his intentions were for himself. Um, aren't necessarily all that bad. Uh, clearly, he's just had to do. He's just a man who's had to do a lot of terrible, terrible things. Who's already kind of at the end of his rope. Yeah. Uh, but no, he was great. I actually spent most of the movie really hoping that it was going to get revealed. Um, that some, uh, that he was going to pop back something in. to bring bring him bring back up. Yeah. Uh, now we'll say I will. It's, I don't think it's a crazy spoiler. Uh, they do tease a sequel at the end of the movie. So possibly, maybe, maybe he might be brought back in the sequel. I told Pat um, that like uh, I was sitting down because Pat didn't know if there was gonna be a mid credits or a post credit scene. For for those who are going to see this movie, there is a mid credit scene, and I told him I was like, this movie's not over until I see one character that I know that's gonna pop up at some point. Yeah, and uh, he was there, and that's when the movie was actually over. Um, but uh, uh, Ice Cube. Let's let's talk about Ice Cube. Superfly, Superfly. Like it, like I said, the easily, like, hey, he, he, I hate, I hate to, I hate to bring up another Spider Verse comparison, but he kind of gave me Kingpin vibes, of just that. When he shows up, the whole vibe of the movie changes. Oh yeah, he vibe checks hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. It goes from fun loving to holy shit, this guy. This, 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 we're in a room with a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it would, it would, it would, it would be like you know if the you know the first live action shredder showed up in the eighties cartoon. <laughs> uh, the, the funny thing is, is like, but the thing is, it's not, it's not even like uh, it's uh, he shows up and there's a switch. Um, th- this is like, and I'm not. Like I'm not the biggest Ice Cube fan in the world. Like uh, I definitely like the Friday movies, mm-hmm. um, uh, and there are a few other projects he's been involved with. Um, but like this might this legitimately might be my favorite performance of his. De- oh, I was, I, I, hands down, it's my favorite uh, performance that he's ever done because he actually has layers. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say like because when he gets first introduced, the turtles like him. Yeah, like because he actually like the like the way his personality is, he's actually really likable. Um, it's just, you know, his goals are fucked up. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then, then he says the word mollywop and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know things about to get real. Yeah. It's like, we're, we're like, at, this, at, at that point in the movie, we've seen enough of the turtles go, okay, they're actually, they're actually, you know, decently badass. But then the time comes to, you know, put up or shut up, like, all right, team huddle. Oh, I don't know how we gonna do this. 
No, like 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 Pat said, like um, it get, he's intense yes. when he gets intense, um, and uh, in a way that like I I would never have normally given. And I know people will be like, uh, well, you know, straight out of Compton. I'm like, that was a long time ago, people. Like he's been he's been doing family friendly movies yeah. for twenty five he, years. He's done Are We There Yet since then? <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, like he hadn't been hard in a long time. Oz, when you said straight out of Compton, I thought the movie. <laughs> I forgot it was an album. You forgot that it was in there, right? <laughs> <sighs> he laid the foundation of these streets, man. <laughs> but it's been a long time since then. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like he uh, carries a level of intimidation where I'm like, I'm I'm wondering if he was just in the room with the animators <laughs> staring angrily over their shoulders. Uh, but yeah, uh, probably next uh, next noteworthy uh, performance, uh, April O'Neil. April's great. Yeah. Um, once again, for a character that like normally doesn't get to do much of anything, not much, at or like all. they, or they like use her in the most weird ways. Uh, I'm looking at you. Uh, TMNT uh, movie, the uh, where she's like, like a super ninja with like oh, yeah. not all the multi multiversal people. Yeah, where like she was just another super badass ninja. Yeah, um, which comes out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, like no, this this was great. Like she, uh, she has a whole fucking character arc in the movie, and uh, and the the voice like uh, who did her voice. Uh, I'm gonna butcher her name, uh, Ayo Edebiri. Yeah, that's a name I w- I'm not saying either. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but it also sounded like a kid. Yeah, like she in the movie she's the same age as the turtles. Yeah. Um, like you know, or let me take that back. I don't know if she's the same age as the turtles. Turtles she's are around 15. the same age. Yeah, the turtles are 15. She, you know, is another high schooler. Um, but yeah, and, uh, she's also, like, one of the more, like, it's weird to call, I don't want to say, like, emotional, because, like, that, that also, that gives off the, bad, like, negative intentions of, like, oh, of course the woman's emotional, but I don't mean like that, I mean, like, in the way of, like, she has a range she has to go through in this movie, yeah. because, like, uh, she's one of the people that, like, like, shows the most of, like, socially aware. Yeah. Um, because she has gone through the public school system, uh, <laughs> and she, it has she, left her a broken person. Yeah, she knows how people are are actually supposed to act. So when the when she's around the turtles and the turtles are you know pure unleaded turtles, um, <laughs> <laughs> she 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 is able to actually bring them back bring them back down to earth for a minute. Like she straight mans them a lot, but while yeah. still being extremely funny herself. Like. There's there's a like a, 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 a almost a non sequitur just aside that she says to no one in particular the movie where she's just like and there's a rat floating on a turd yep and fucking kills uh, just which kudos to this movie actually having turds in the sewer yeah for real yeah <laughs> um, so no. many movies take place in sewers and the sewers are like you know these forty foot you know lots of headspace pristine tunnels of, like, worked stone like dwarves made it. No, this movie wasn't afraid to be a little bit gross. Yeah. And it kind of and it worked in its favor because it gave... Because it wasn't like... It, it wasn't like it filthy... Helped it, it helped it feel real. It helped it feel lived in. 
uh, also say, but like it wasn't like overtly gross or like gross out. Yeah. It was just like, but it gave it character, like which was very very nice. Um, it wasn't like the Michael Bay movie where they're like like there's like twenty minutes of them spinning through the sewer pipes, um, on uh on skateboards. Yeah. Um. Uh, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan was so good in this movie. I for, I kept wanting to uh, trick myself into believing it wasn't Jackie Chan. <laughs> they, but they but they do rem, they do remind you they give him a full on Jackie Chan fight sequence in the movie. Oh no no yeah um I I was literally watching it and I was like somewhere in the review work in uh, the title uh, the last rodent yeah <laughs> like I was. There, there, there's a part in Splinter's Agents Eagles where I, I just wanted him to say, "I don't want any trouble," <laughs> or to, or to pick up a ladder. <laughs> I mean, he damn near practically does. Yeah, like, yeah, like the way they choreographed Splinter is it was straight up a Jack, like a Jackie Chan fight. Yeah, um, we we skipped over the, this about Superfly, but Superfly does reference Ice Cube a lot. Yeah, he 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 quotes a lot of uh, a lot of Ice Cube songs. Um, which Pat said, Pat said when we got out of the movie that um, that he was like they real lucky he didn't slip up and just start swearing a bunch. Which there is swearing in this movie, and it almost exclusively comes from Superfly. It's like they could, they can hold back Q, but for so long. Oh, um, and pro- and now let's 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 talk let's talk turtles. I mean, every one of them. Uh, was so great, and I love that like they played on the things that are like the unique traits of the turtles, yeah. without making it like, without making them so distant from each other, where it felt like like or it feels they feel so disconnected as characters. Yeah, like sometimes like, it's like no, like none of them, none of them they they're definitely all with within their familiar archetypes. You know, uh, you know Raphael. You know, you know cool but rude. Michelangelo, the goofball, Donatello, the nerd, Leonardo, the blue one. Um, <laughs> yes, hey, that, I was gonna say, that, that, that was a hurt. <laughs> hey, I love I love Leonardo. Don't be wrong, <laughs> but he he does have to be the the wet blanket of the group most times. Yes, but like they didn't get they didn't do it to the point where they made anybody a brat. Yeah, like unlike a lot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie adaptations, there's never a point where. Raphael has to run off and brood. Yeah. And, you know, be edgy 90s daredevil. Um, but even beyond that, like, while the while those parts do sit in their characterization, like, it's not... It doesn't overwrite the rest of their characterization. All of the brothers are funny. Yeah. All of them are goofy. And they are goofy and funny together. It's just that, hey, one of them is clearly, like... One of them clearly like reads comics, watches anime, and stuff like that. And like clearly, he does that when they're going to bed, and that's just what he does like for his own off time. Yeah. Like Raph, uh, in his off time, likes to watch violent shit and has some clearly uh, some a lot of repressed rage issues. A lot of repressed rage issues. Um, Mikey likes watching comedies and stuff like that. Like, and that's what he gets into. Like, so once again, the the turtles are kind of filtered through the media that they enjoy to consume. But they still feel like they were all raised together, so they all kind of have similar values and a similar like language that you would see amongst like uh, really close friends slash like uh, people with a familial relationship. Unlike, like say like all three of the live action movies where they're they're almost entirely 
separate by like what their archetype is. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, seeing all of them just like be fun, uh, and like ha- and like clearly having their own like little in jokes and stuff like that. Um, uh, and th- and then also like moments where they try to comfort each other. Yeah. Um. There's a there's a there's a mo- moment in the movie where they're all uh, captured toward the end, and they all really want to make uh, Donatello feel better, and uh, it's it's in one of the trailers. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and like, Donatello's like, I really wanted to see BTS. Uh, all right, well, well we'll we'll just sing it for you, but none of them know the words. <laughs> but they're trying their goddamnedest. <laughs> uh, like that's real, man, and. Uh, um, like, like Donnie loses his shit over just seeing a locker with some Attack on Titan yeah. uh, shit scrawled on it, um, and no and, one and and if and it felt it felt like you know like like your first time going to a con. Yeah, that's exactly know? what it felt like. Yeah, we were like, oh, someone like because clearly his brothers don't care that much about it, but they also don't talk over him when he's talking when he's, when he's excited. They're clearly excited for him because like they're, they're all excited. Yeah, they're, they're never dismissive like, oh, the nerd that nerd shit Donnie's into. Yeah. No, they all embrace the shit that each other are into. Um, I mean, the only one that really gets any shit about the stuff they're into is Leo for being the wet blanket. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like he doesn't deserve it a little bit. And even then, they're clearly mostly just ribbing him. I mean, he is the only one that does a Batman voice. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that was another beautiful introduction thing, by the way. Um, uh, they're introduced with pure white eyes. Yes. Uh, and it was great. Um. Any, anything else? Uh, and like, like once again, like we haven't really talked about the the performance of the kids, but like that's because like this is one of the first times like I watched the thing and I was like, oh, they just found the voices for the turtles. Yeah. Like, okay, that's that's what Michelangelo sounded like when he was fifteen. That's what Donatello sounded like. I mean, some some <laughs> of some some of them like Michelangelo's voice was like surprisingly deep compared yes. to like most of his other adaptations. Uh, like every a lot, there were a lot of times when I was hearing him, and I I was like, "That's Raphael's voice," because <laughs> t- normally Raphael's the is the is the deeper voice because he's he's the angry brother. Yeah, but I, I like they don't go that direction with him. Yeah. Um. This this Rafa, this Raphael his voice clearly hasn't changed yet. Yeah. Um. See. Uh. Anything Anything else we want to go over spoiler free? I think that's about it. Um, uh, that pretty much takes us through uh, all the things that we normally talk about. Yep. And uh, other than just me once again saying the music in this movie was fucking good, <laughs> the, the animation in this movie was just like I spent the entire time like just constantly being impressed by how good everything looked, how 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 they were not afraid to make everyone look like '90s Nickelodeon weird. Yes, especially when you when you said Nickelodeon, like all I could think about was like old the mold shows like like Kablam and stuff like that. Yeah, like that, well, they were so, not afraid that, that to... were claymation or were they they weren't afraid to use like you know to play with character models uh, to make folks just look weird. Yeah, like like nobody in this movie is attractive in a conventional sense. No, not remotely. Um. Like everyone kind of has like these weird shaped like they're, they're the like everyone's shapes are weird, um, like from their heads to everything else like uh, they're off and 
but that makes it really interesting to look at. And it wasn't like they were like ugly, ugly, where you're like, oh, I can't stand the side of this. It makes me sick. At least not for me, and I'm assuming not for Pat. No, I saw um, like one character. Was it uh, was it the person from T- uh, TCR or whatever it was called? Oh no, oh, okay. uh, no, it was a scumbug. Oh, okay. Well, I'll ultimate for humans. No, uh, no, I, I was I wasn't disgusted by anybody really. Uh, yeah, like, and once again, just it, it just gave the movie like more flavor, made it made it feel distinct. And once again, like, um, it's not Spider Verse; it does its own thing. Man, I wish it wouldn't have come out the same year, so like it could get it would be more distinct and hopefully win best animated movie of the year that it hypothetically could have come out in. Like best animated movie anyway. Oh, to live in that world where Teen Mutant Ninja Turtles won best animated feature. Wouldn't that be great? Like this is the That'd be wild. Like this would be like the year it would happen. But Spider Man, man, like Yeah. Like it's just you like Spider Man, like the Spider Man, like the end of the Spider, or the Spider Verse flicks have all felt like once in a gera- generation things that that uh, we keep getting, um, uh, because that's how fucking times are now. We we're on, we're always we're constantly living through uh, fucking history defining events. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> this is just what it is. Uh, why would movies be any different? <laughs> uh, so uh, final thoughts, just I can't. I I, I highly recommend this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad we went and saw it early, like like earlier in the week, so that hopefully we can get this up uh, by the weekend. Get this fucking box office up, please. Yes. Let let th- let us get the sequel, please. Um, like every everything this movie wants to show me, I want to see. Yeah. Um, like uh, see, you know, aside from that, um, this is our Team Ninja Turtles review. Um. I was your host, Patrick, co-host Jared. Say bye, Jared. Bodacious. Uh, this is a spoiler-free review. Uh, the next episode in your feed should be our spoiler review. Um, and we'll be a little bit looser on that one. Um, but till then, uh, this is Capricorn Podcast. Uh, you found us anywhere podcasts are found. Give us a like, give us a comment, give us a follow. Let us know what your thoughts were on Team Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Um, God, it's a mouthful to say. It really is. Yeah. A lot of um, M's. <laughs> But with that being said, we'll catch you next time. Peace.